0: Great job. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. you. Give it up for Jeremiah, too. How about that? You know, they were singing that song, Cry Out to Jesus, and uh, I couldn't help but think, why is it that's the last thing we do? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, we, We try to fix it so many different ways before we ever cry out to Jesus. I'm guilty of that sometimes. Uh, But it's like, shouldn't that be the first thing we do? Uh, Every time we've ever cried out to Jesus, has he ever let you down? Not me yet. Praise God. I'm excited about this. uh, So I'm not a traditional person by no means. As a matter of fact, I'm totally against a lot of traditions. Uh, But I started a tradition last year, which kind of contradicts who I am. It was uh, opening weekend of Buffalo Valley Drag Strip uh, this time last year and the same weekend for this year. So last year I preached a sermon called, uh, what was it called? Let's Go Racing. Boogity, 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 right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, so this year um, I'm going to do a sermon called, Are You In It to Win It? Amen. Come on, y'all, y'all. It's like pulling teeth sometimes. Amen. If you got your Bibles, and I hope you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. We're talking about being in it to win it. Amen. There ain't no participation trophies. Woo! That could get offensive. <laughs> All right, y'all get to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. You know, this is Paul here. Do you believe Paul was in it to win it? Give you a few more seconds. I love that sound. If you're there, say amen. First Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to read... Um, Verse twenty four to twenty seven. This is Paul writing the reading of the word. It says, "Do you not know that can you turn that down somewhere right there, please? Is there a way to do that? Okay, thank you. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now watch this. Now they do not. They now they do it to obtain a perishable crown." but we for an imperishable crown. Can I get an amen? It's a great place for one. Therefore, I run this not with uncertainty. See, we're not running a race with uncertainty. It goes on to say, uh, nor do I fight as one who just swings at the air, painting a picture. He says, but I discipline my body and to bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I may disqualify myself. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We come before you, and we thank you, Lord. Uh, We thank you for your word today, Father. We thank you for the sweet spirit that was ushered in through the praise and the worship. We thank you, Father God, uh, for the service we had. We thank you for the service that we had across the hall earlier today. And we also thank you for our children downstairs, Lord. We ask you in the name of Jesus to be with us today, Lord. Uh, Let your word go forth and not return void, and we're going to give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name, and the church said, amen, amen. So what we got here is uh, Paul is talking to the church at Corinth. I always like to give you guys a background of what's going on there, and what he was doing, he was talking to them in relatable terms, amen, like like if I want to talk to someone and connect with someone. I want to get on their level. Paul also says that when I'm in Rome, I speak as if I'm a Roman, right? So what good does it do to me to, to speak theology to someone who's never heard of Jesus? Amen? Am I making sense? That's what Paul's doing here. We as Christians sometimes, uh, we read a book or two in the Bible, uh, and we learn a few big words with multiple syllables, and we want to go witness to somebody, and we're not being very effective at all because half the stuff we're saying we, have, we don't even know what it means ourselves, amen? I know some people with some a bunch of initials beside their names and their doctors of this and their theological uh, professors and this and that, and they get to talking to me, and I'm like, brother, I don't have a clue what you're saying. I know Jesus, amen? I know Paul, but who are you? <laughs> amen. And that's, that's, what, that's what Paul's doing here. Paul, in all of his letters, one of the themes that you could see, uh, the, he stated the same vein that, that he spoke to people and met them right where they are at, right? Who knows that Paul was one of the most effective witnesses of Jesus Christ that ever walked the earth, right? And that's what we need to be doing. We need to be able to meet people right where they're at. Because it wasn't that long ago you were right where they were at. Come on. Amen. Don't, don't, don't get too headstrong. Don't get your breeches too big for yourself, right? It ain't about you to begin with. Racing was a form of entertainment back in this time. 2,000 years ago, as a matter of fact, Christ had died at this point, uh, uh, and the emperor of Rome at the time, uh, he found amusement in racing, whether it was foot racing, whether it was horse and carriage, Nero would actually put Christians for amusement, for amusement. He would put Christians into the ring and turn lines loose and watch them run from the lines, amen? It was a form of entertainment. Today when we talk about being in it to win it, there's nothing entertaining about what we're going to talk about. But I'm just staying in that same thread. When we think about racing and I and I joke about, you know, the drag strip, but I, I guarantee you every every weekend of every year that I'm pastor or wherever I'm at, I promise you I'm gonna I'm gonna do a theme of racing on this weekend right here, uh for my mother in law and father in law. I guarantee you that. Are you in it to win it, brother? I know when we first got in it, when we came out of the starting line, when we when we came out of the gate, our 60 foots were really good, right? That first 60 foot in our life, we were going really fast, but at some point have some of us slowed down a little bit in the middle of the race. Right? Come on now. Today's a good day to testify. I want to save the world. I want to cross the pond. I want to tell as many people about Jesus as I can. And then all of a sudden, we can't even get to church but twice a month. The new convert, man, is the most vulnerable thing there is. And we, we, we catch a new convert, and we see that they're on fire for Jesus. Instead of pouring into them, we start assigning them things to do. Right? Paul's giving the example here. I got a question for you. In order to be in the race, in order to ever get to the finish line, to ever be able to compete, what is it we first must do? We got to qualify. Some of y'all can't wait to get home and watch NASCAR today, right? Come on. Y'all know who you are. Y'all love NASCAR too. It's great for sleeping. I promise you this. Now, uh, the debate between drag racing and NASCAR, both sides got the stories. I promise you this. You come to Buffalo Valley on Friday, and Saturday night, or Saturday night, let me correct that. You ain't going to sleep, brother. I promise you that. <laughs> you got to qualify. Before I can ever step foot on the track of life, if I, before I can ever step foot uh, on the speedway of being kingdom forward, before I can ever advance and compete and finish what God has called me to do, first I must qualify to get in the race. Amen. See, some of us think because we're born in Tennessee that we're automatically qualified for the kingdom of God. Amen. Some of us think because... Mama said and Granny said, or oh, here's one's going to blow half the place out because you got baptized, that you're qualified. Right? Come on, somebody. We're going to get in the Word today and see what qualifies us. Turn, uh, you can put Romans 5 up here, please. You know, can turn to it as well. Romans chapter 5. We're going to. Th- It's not because granny went to church. It's not because you got baptized. Amen. That's not what qualifies. This is nice. I wish this could qualify, everyone. We just walk them in one side and right out the other. Right? (laughs) Y'all are good now. Romans 5, verse 6. I'm going to read the word today, okay? The word. It says, well, when yet we were still without strength, in due time, Jesus Christ came to die for the ungodly. Come on, man, that's huge. Nothing in that is what you did. That's all about Jesus right there. He goes on to say, I'm going to skip down to eight. But God demonstrates. His own love towards us, towards me, towards you. Put your name there. Make it personal and intimate. He says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while yet we were still sinners, Jesus died for you. Man, we're starting to be qualified now. We're halfway there. Like they get two laps of qualifying. They get two time trials, right? That first-time trial just got completed in the qualifying case. He died for you. That's it. First lap done. First-time trial complete. Now, here comes the second one. It says, much more than having been justified through the blood of Jesus. Once we accept the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, the second lap of your qualifying is complete. It's a fact that he died and only the way to qualify you through his death is if you accept the blood covenant. It's the blood that qualifies you, brother. Not the water. The blood, it says, justified us through the death on the cross of Calvary. That's what brings reconciliation to us. See, before the blood, before we accepted the blood covenant, not the blood contract, but the blood covenant, amen, there was no, we was already disqualified. Because we were born into this filthy, wretched world called human flesh and sin, we are disqualified by birth, but we are qualified by new birth in the name of Jesus. Is it that hard? Nothing that I've done, but it was justified through the blood of Jesus. We're talking about the message of reconciliation here. In order to be reconciled, once you had to be, right? The plan that God put in place for us was messed up. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Eve. Right? But to be reconciled to that original plan, there must be something of reconciliation to take place. The blood covenant qualifies us to be children of God. I heard a song one time. It may have been a secular song because, believe it or not, I used to listen to secular music. (laughs) I said, are you washed in the blood or just in the water? Amen. I don't know who sung that. I'm sure some of y'all know. But it asks the question, are you washed in the blood or are you just washed in the water? It's the blood covenant that qualifies us, man. The word goes on to say, verse 10, for four, and this is still Romans. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Nothing of our own, but it's by the death of Jesus that we live eternally. Nothing that we can do, church. We're going to be qualified through that. And it goes on to say, "So, so much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, so there's more. And not only that. I mean, how much is that? That's enough, isn't it? We've been reconciled by the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, but there's more. Wait. There's more. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our son, through his son, Jesus Christ, through him that now that we have received that message of reconciliation. Whoa, we can share it. I see these people, they share data. Y'all watch Street Outlaws? Some of y'all got it on DVR right now. Don't want to shake your head. Shake your head. It's okay. You ain't going to hell. They bleep out the bad words. But they get their data, and they download it, and they share the data with other cars. Amen? Like this is what my car done going down this track. This is what my car done. Let me share this with you. It's spun here. I need to put a little more boost in here. I need to take a little something out there. Amen? That's what we can do. Not only that we gain life through the cross and the message of reconciliation, but we can also glorify through Christ Jesus to our God, uh, the Father, and we can share that data with other people. Come on, church. That's what it's about is sharing the data with other people. We're just now getting qualified. (laughs) We're just now getting qualified. Turn over to John chapter 1. We're going to stay in the Word today. This is all Word birthed right here. Are y'all with me? Man, I'm excited about knowing who in the room's qualified. See, if you ain't sure, you need to have your hand up. If you, I mean, if you are sure, you need to have your hand up. See, it's something to think about, right? Like, it's not a coincidence that the Lord gave us this word, right? Like, am I qualified? Well, how do I know if I'm qualified? There's nothing to be ashamed of if you're not qualified, right? Maybe you just didn't know how to get qualified. Maybe no one ever shared data with you, correct data to get you down the track. Man, I just want to stay right there for a minute. As we go through the rest of this today, are you qualified? It don't make you less than, but it gives you a perfect opportunity to get on this altar today and accept that blood covenant that Jesus gave us, right? Right? It don't make you less than. Get in the race. We want you on the team. Man, I just felt the Holy Ghost right there say, stay right there for just a minute. That hit home with some people. Something about talking about NASCAR and street outlaws in the South that just, you can relate. <laughs> Amen. Man, ask yourself that question Am I qualified? And that word qualified there. I'm going to give you a word definition right quick. Is that word definition up there, Rob? Can you get it for me, please, sir? To be qualified is to be entitled to a benefit by fulfilling a necessary condition. Listen, Jesus done the work. But it's necessary that we accept that for our lives as an individual, not just because someone told us, or because we was born in Tennessee, or because of whatever reason that you think maybe that you're not qualified. It's a necessary condition that has to take place: confession that Jesus is Lord and believing it in your heart. That's what qualifies us. Hallelujah! We were disqualified. We was born into a disqualified race. You know what I mean? It just seems unfair. I don't know. Take it up with somebody when you get there. I don't make the rules up. But we were disqualified. John chapter 1, verse 10. And it says, and he was in the world, and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him, but he came to his own. Am I reading that correctly? I am, Anna. But he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But watch this. This is what qualifies you. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become a child of God to those who believe in his name. Amen. That's something to shout about right there, man. There's your rights. There's your qualification. You're on pole position, brother. You know what I mean? Like, like, you get the buy run. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of you don't. It ain't enough to just be qualified. It ain't enough just to be qualified, y'all. Do you know how filthy we were before that message of reconciliation met, get, came up to us? Do you know how filthy you was? As holy as our God is, if you can imagine, uh, they look in those uh, space station telescopes. What's it called, the Hubble or something like that, Jeff? What's it called? You don't know the ones on Mars. He's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm at the drag strip on Saturday. <laughs> He's qualified, I guarantee you. Whatever that, whatever it is, they can look so far away in. What's it called? That's it. That one right there. So that—that's how far God's holiness is from our wretchedness. As far as they can see, picture it in your mind right now. As far as that thing can see from way out yonder, that's God's holiness. And this is our sin right here. As long and as as far as that gasm is right there, as far as that gap is, as far as that distance is from us being disqualified, born into it, To his holiness, it's only the blood of Jesus that can reconcile that. Oh, aren't you glad for the blood of Jesus today, man? I was lost without hope. Going to a real sinner's hell. But as far as that gate was from me to him, man, it was the blood of Jesus that connected it. Amen. Hallelujah, man. That's got to be real in your life right there. Because if not, we become complacent like we talked about earlier, brother. When that blood becomes anything other than bright, crimson, when it's not flowing over your marriage, when it's not flowing over your children, when you don't see a a waterfall of blood pouring over your life, over your health, come on, somebody, over your church and your community. When it's not flowing as like it was when you in the starting line to begin with, when it's not flowing like that, hit your face and tell God to re-qualify you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I was saved in 1952. It was a camp meeting. How you been living since 1952, bro? Do you see the blood like you did in 1952? I'm not saying you didn't get saved then. I'm not saying you can't be saved more than once. What I am saying is this, is the blood qualified you, and you know it in your heart. That's between you and God. You don't need a preacher to tell you if you're saved. If you don't feel it, then you better check it, brother. Hallelujah. You don't need a preacher to tell you you're not saved. You don't need a preacher to tell you you are saved. The Holy Ghost that lives in you will tell you that. Right? Right? And then the enemy will start lying to you about it. When the Holy Ghost is telling you, listen, you need to get qualified today. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to some people. When you need to be qualified today, the enemy will immediately say, you're going to look like a fool doing it. If the enemy's told any of y'all that so far, you better be on the altar today. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. Help me, Lord. What do we qualify for? to compete, whoever goes out into a competition that you've qualified for and says, I just hope I run second today, we can be down at the drag strip and those people will bring back the buyback, they can buy back, if they, don't, if they don't get in there the first time, then they can come back in the second round and buy back in, they're not buying back in so they can just go back home the next round, they think they can win, we buy into the race to win! Who in their life has ever said, I just want to be, a, and if they did, there's some people who say it, but those are the ones that get the the uh, the trophy for everybody, right? I'm fixing to get in trouble right here. Right? What's that called? What trophy's is that? Yeah, y'all got some of them, right? Honorable mention. No one's racing for the honorable mention, brother. Huh? I want first place, man. Does anyone ever feel great when they say good game? we'll get them next time you know what I mean you tried I'm racing to win man I don't care what it is I don't care what it is but when it comes to the kingdom of God especially man like I want to win I don't want to just qualify and get in the race right I'm racing to win right? I think people that's not racing to win in the kingdom of God, I think they've become complacent. I'm not saying they're not going to heaven. But at some point, the urgency, the brightness of the blood that we're talking about that qualifies us, at some time, that didn't become as urgent in their life. Uh, We kind of touched on that today, too. When you're without the finances. You're without the loved ones. You're without the home, the clothes, the food. It's it, You cry out to God and the blood gets really bright when that stuff starts showing up. Can I get an amen? Right? But when the urgency of that is not as urgent as it once was because you have the credit card now and you have the wife and you have the kids and you have the warm uh, cozy home with the remote uh, and the recliner and all that, then are we crying out to God? Is the, br- is the blood as bright as it was then as it was when you first got in the starting gates. Amen. You guys come up. Come on up, Jeff. I'm done here. Y'all come on up. Amen. Amen. We're good here. Hallelujah. Here's what we're going to do. Listen, I'm just going to stop at qualified today. Because I got I got a couple more points in this that I want to cover, and I'm not going to rush through it. We talked about qualifying, Right. And I know things are a little different today, and that's fine. I, I promise you, I, I just heard from the Holy Ghost on this. There's no need in, yeah, you can get rid of it. Just don't break it. There's no need in poking and prodding anymore. When I said earlier, are you qualified, and not everyone raised their hand, God has dealt with you since then. I'm telling you. Y'all know it. I know it. No one else seen you raise your hand or not raise your hand. I did, and God did, Right? So can we just get embarrassment out of the way? Go ahead whenever you're ready. Can, can we just get embarrassment out of the way? Can, can, can we just get transparent right here one time? And man, this could be the greatest race of our life. Maybe we, maybe we blew an engine or blew a tire. Whatever it was that put us on the sideline, right? Right? I know I've heard from God on this. I'm telling you. I know i heard from God on this. There's some people that's not sure if they're even qualified for the race. You're not as close to God as you once was. He's dealing with you right where you're at right now. I'm not saying you're dying and going to hell. What I'm saying is Maybe you just need to get rededicated to the race. You need to get requalified. You need to use your buyback. These guys, these guys are going to play a song, and uh, I'm not going to run through that sermon right there because I, I think I need to stay right there on qualification. You qualify because He died. Amen. That's what qualifies you when you receive that, when you accept the blood covenant. You may have done that in your life, and you've slipped away from it. Like I said, you hit the wall a couple times. You blew a tire, however you want to look at it. And Jesus is saying, just come back up here. He's not going to put bondo on you. He's going to make you new again. We're not going to band-aid it. We're going to heal it. Amen. Man, I know I heard from God. That's why I stopped because I want to preach all day. If that's you, will the first one just come right now in the name of Jesus? Who will be the first? Come on. Hallelujah. These young people up here exercising their faith in God. Now, that enemy that's speaking to the rest of y'all right now, who I told you said you're going to look like a fool, what am I going to look like? I want y'all to come up here now. That's who I'm after right now. These people got childlike faith. Amen. I'm talking to you adult children. Come on. You need to be requalified it don't make you less than. It doesn't mean we're not going to use you in ministry. It just means get real.
1: I've worn fire from above. I've been down to the river. I ain't the same. I'm proud turn. But all hope is in jesus thank god my yesterday's gone and all my sins are forgiven i've been washed by the blood i'm no stranger to this prison shackles and chains, I've been freed and forgiven, I'm not going back, I'll never be the same. That's why I sing, all my hope is in Jesus, thank God my yesterday's gone. I'm not going back. Do it again.
0: Yes, hallelujah. Come on, if he's tugging at you, come to the altar. We will make room. Yeah, he's good, Lord. Come on, right here, sweet.
1: And there's a kind of thing that just breaks a man. It breaks him down to his knees. God, I've been broken more than a time or two. Yes, Lord. Then he picked me up and he showed me what it means to be a man. Come on and sing, oh. In Jesus, you're
0: all we got, Father. You're all we Thank got.
1: God my yesterday's gone, and all my sins are forgiven. I've been washed by the blood. Come on and sing, oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone, and all my sins are forgiven, and I've been washed by the blood,
0: oh, yeah, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, church. Hallelujah. They're going to play another one. And I've heard a
1: thousand stories of what they have heard the tender. To you all, to you all, and I'm loved by you. To I am, to I am, to I am. You're perfect in all of your ways to you call me deeper still in love, love. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. are. And I'm loved by you. It's It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Sing with us, church. Praising church shall of acclamation and take me home. What joy shall fill my heart? Then I shall bow in. that chorus one more time church then sing to my soul my savior god to thee
0: It's exciting. That's exciting. Man alive. Praise God. I want to thank everyone. I mean, I don't know what else can be said or done here. Uh, Miss Cheryl got a word uh, pre-sermon. I've asked her to share that word uh, right quick, and then we're going to dismiss. Are you qualified, church? All right.
1: The spirit of the living God says, go back with me in your memory to when you cried out to me the very first time. Remember how you felt? The sun came in and shined in you. You felt like the weight of a feather. You knew, you knew I took every evil thing you've ever done from you. You knew, you knew you were clean and healthy. You knew you received eternal life. In heaven with me. Now I say, Go and bring that new life to those you know, to those you don't know. Cry out to me, and I will give you the words Be not afraid, life is freedom.
0: Thus saith the Lord. Y'all give it up. (laughs) That's crazy. That's how the spirit of God works is is for those of y'all that don't know, we are a spirit-filled independent church. (laughs) And we're in a Methodist building that laid a foundation for us for 200 years to be able to do this right here. Amen. Praise God for it, brother. Uh, Is all hearts and minds clear? Is there anyone under the sound of my voice right now? I know this is not typically how the service goes, but who wants to be typical these days, right? Anyone under the sound of my voice that needs to be qualified and ain't sure how to qualify? In other words, what I'm saying is if you died today, you wouldn't go to heaven. Anybody in here right now, raise your hand. Y'all look around and help me look, guys. Anybody. Come, Lord, come. Amen. Everyone's good. If you need special prayer, come see me right after service. Uh, come see anybody on this front row or up here on this platform. We want to lay hands on you with my board members, uh, myself, uh, anything like that. Any. Next week, there will be intercessory Prayer cards in this thing to where you can put down your prayer request, and we're going to take time out of each day to come around this altar, uh, and we're going to pray for you guys. So that's just another step that PG's taking forward. Who knows and believes in the power of prayer? Amen. So we 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 can we can do what all we can do, but we want to facilitate it through uh, things that's been proven in, in years past. In prayer, reading the Bible, the blood of Jesus. Spirit of God, these are the things that we found to be true. Amen. All right, we're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, I thank you again, Lord, uh, that you just took the service there right towards the end. And wouldn't let me go any forward, Father God, because there was people that needed to be qualified and requalified. We thank you that you qualify us through the blood of Jesus, and we have an opportunity to accept that blood coveted in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that you died in our place, Father. Uh, I love you. I lift this church up to you. I lift every person that's here, those that are not here, those that are watching online today. Father God, I ask that you touch them, be with them throughout this week, camp out. Uh, uh, ministering angels around them, protective angels in the name of Jesus as we go throughout this week in our homes, as we go out this week through our, 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 our careers, our jobs, our schools, Father, wherever it may be, we're going to be the influence. There's going to be something different about them, and they're going to know they've been touched by the Holy Ghost, Father God, that they've been they've been set free, Father, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for that, Lord God. Be with us, throughout In Jesus Christ's name, we pray these things, and the church says